Hi, everyone. I know recently we announced we were going to two episodes a week and then three episodes a week. But you know what? There are just too many episodes. So we are going to back to five episodes a week. Still a reduction from seven, but there were just too many interviews scheduled, and I didn't want to make all the authors wait for too long. So I hope you can keep up with me. Listen to one a week as you're on your way to work or on your way home or putting your kids to bed or whatever it is you're doing. Moms don't have time to read books now five times a week. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hi, I'm Zibby Owens, and you're listening to the award-winning podcast, Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. If you like this podcast, you will love my new anthology called Moms Don't Have Time to Have Kids. Check it out, and you'll hear from 49 authors about all sorts of things moms don't have time to do. All the authors have been on this podcast. Also, check out my TikTok, at with Zibby and Tracy, my other podcast, Sex Talk with Zibby and Tracy. Check out Moms Don't Have Time to Write on Medium. And of course, my new publishing company called Zibby Books. And now back to our daily author interview site and a quick hello from some of my kids. Hi. Hi. Hello. Enjoy the show. Jasmine Guillory is the author of While We Were Dating. She is the New York Times bestselling author of six romance novels, including The Wedding Date, The Proposal, and Now While We Were Dating. Her work has appeared in O, The Oprah Magazine, Cosmopolitan, Bon Appetit, and Time. She lives in Oakland, California. Welcome, Jasmine. Thank you so much for coming back on Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books for a second time for While We Were Dating. Thank you so much for having me. It's great. So fun to talk to you. I loved this book. You have such a way of getting people right into your stories. I mean, immediately I was like, okay, who is Ben? When can I meet him? <laughs> like, I have a picture in my head. He's like so charming. I, anyway, and then Anna, of course, I, it, your characters just come to life right away. It's really amazing. And it like draws you right in. So, thank you so much. It's so funny because usually when I'm writing, I kind of know immediately who the woman is, but it takes me a little while to like get into the character of the man. It was the opposite this time. Ben like jumped into my head 
full formed. <laughs> I wow. knew exactly who he was from the very beginning. And so that he was a lot of fun to write. Do you ever wonder if like these characters are... <laughs> This is going to sound so ridiculous. I can't believe I'm saying this out loud. But do, do you ever wonder if like, these are actual people like living somewhere? Like, how do they come so clear to I don't the minds know. I of think, novelists? I mean, it it's amazing. It Who are these matter. people? I think about that all the time, actually. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I really do think about it all the time. Because I, because especially with, with this book, because I sort of knew who he was like right away. And often I sort of, when I start with a character, I kind of start with like, a germ of something from someone else, you know, or, or from myself or whatever. But this time it was just like, I knew the whole person. <laughs> and so it, I do sort of think about like, is this a person living somewhere? Right. <laughs> that yeah. <I> just, like, <laughs> no. <laughs> and someday I will meet them and be like, you, like you are Ben. <laughs> exactly. What if he's out there? Yeah. Maybe he speaks a different language or something. Maybe. Who knows? Maybe. You know, yeah. Who knows where he is? <laughs> I know when I was reading, I mean, I still am reading a lot of fiction, but like sometime last year I was like, okay, this girl in this book has to meet this girl in this book. They, like I and I'm like I want to put them in touch, and I got yeah, in touch with like, right. the two it, authors, good friends, yeah, right. Like Ben, I just like you know he would be he'd love this guy I just met and had a call yeah. with, you know. <laughs> so funny, wow. So when you so wait, go back for people listening. Sorry, as I jump into my own conversation, with I you. digress. <laughs> I digress. Could you like give a little plot synopsis of while we were dating? Yes. While we were dating, is about Ben and Anna. Ben is an advertising executive. Anna is a Hollywood star. And she is this starring in the, like a new ad campaign that he's doing. And then, you know, they're sort of immediately attracted to each other, but they're not going to do anything about it because they're working together. And then he kind of rescues her and helps her with a family emergency and Things get much more interesting from there. <laughs> <laughs> the way you set up that sexual tension, though, like even when he was putting on the microphone, you know, the the lavalier or whatever in the photo shoot and like touching her back and, oh my gosh. I mean, you could just like feel it. You could like feel the, you know, and he's like, oh, you have to go here, like no flights. Okay, like I'm just going to drive you. And I'm like, oh, okay. I, yeah. So do you just, do you have like a dream guy who would play him like I'm only asking I think because this is such a visual thing and it's all about like film like the you know the advertising and her her being famous and all of that well do you know what's so funny is that I get that question a lot for I know sorry no it's okay but I never have a good answer for it because I really like I envision a person right somebody else yeah who like I have a very clear picture in my mind of who Ben is but he's not like I, I like I know authors who sort of see someone and kind of think of a character based on that, and I kind of am the opposite. So sometimes I will see someone after the fact and think like, "Oh, you would make a great Ben," but it's never the other way around. Yeah. But I will say for this book, I did see like it was after I had turned in the manuscript, but before the book came out, I saw a, a press shot from a movie that Namdi Asamoa and oh, I forget her name. I will remember it, did together. And I saw the picture and I was like, oh, that's Vin and Anna, that right there. Uh, <laughs> so it was, part of it was just their chemistry together, you know? Yeah. And so, but sometimes it is, it is more about like, it's more about the vibe that someone gives off than like exactly how they look. Interesting. Well, so in addition to the whole chemistry, sexual, whatever going on with them and how that develops over time and the things that she asks him to do and where this is going and all of that. You also have a whole family element too to the story. So Ben and his brother Theo, and then 
can I say about finding out what, because that happened oh, yeah, early yeah, on. Yeah, because it kind of at the beginning. Yeah. yeah, right. So how he was reached out to you out of the blue once and again by a woman who was claims to be his half-sister and where that whole plot line progresses. And I saw even in your discussion questions how you were like, what would you do if you got an email like, like that? And I was starting to think like, hmm, what would I do? If... <laughs> anyway, so what would you do if you found out something like that? You know, it's funny because I have known a number of people who have gotten, like that's sort of where I had the idea, who've gotten emails like that. Either, you know, siblings or like, distant family who they've, you know, found out through these like online ancestry things. And so I really like kind of thought about, it makes you really think about the nature of family and like, do you want to, I mean, because I feel like it would be impossible not to want to meet the person, right? And see, but also sometimes it, it also depends on your relationship with that side of the family and like, do you really want to? And like, do you care? And so it, I think it really does bring up a lot of interesting character elements. Totally. And even like whether or not to tell your other siblings is a big question, yeah. right? Why keep it a secret? Why? You know, I don't know. I feel like if I got the email, I'd probably tell everybody I've ever met. I'd probably post it the next day or something. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so, I'm like, which would be the wrong thing to do, but I would do it anyway. <laughs> That's really funny. Yeah. So you also have the whole element of fame, right? And the downside of fame and how fame and mental health are sort of inversely related, like negative (laughs) mental health. Talk a little bit about that. I mean, I think, you know, kind of first in the mental health element, like I was writing this book during the spring and summer of 2020, right? And it was kind of everybody I knew was like thinking and talking about mental health. And so it felt impossible. Like it just, it it just felt natural to bring that element into the book because I was thinking about it so much. And I also think like, I knew, I I knew even like long before I started writing the book that Anna was going to be an actress. And so that felt so natural to bring those things together because, you know, it's sort of the, part of it is like her ambition and like she really wants this and she loves her job and yet difficult things come along with that. And so it really, it felt natural to kind of tell those stories all together. Well, it was really nice to see a movie star who was acting so normal in a way, like seeing her with her family and having people with like the gentle ribbing that like parents do and yeah. you know, like keeping people grounded and like nobody cares. Right? Yeah, like, nobody cares. Did you talk to any celebrities or do any research or was this more like imagination based on Us Weekly or... <laughs> I did, a, I read a lot of celebrity memoirs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I also talked to no celebrities, but I talked to like friends who have worked with celebrities Got to it. sort of see, you know, some of the behind the scenes stuff. So that part was really interesting. I mean, I really think that celebrity, like until recently, I've met like a few celebrities. And until I started meeting a few celebrities, honestly, for this podcast, I just really didn't even think about them like people. Like, yeah, right. Like, I really didn't. And I know that sounds ridiculous. Obviously, we are all just people. But I was like, oh, I I don't know. It's just so different. Yeah. And I'm like, I mean, not not really, right? I, I don't know. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Sometimes we all have stuff we need to get off our chests. Even if we don't think it's interfering with our daily life, there are some things you just haven't processed be it grief or trauma, eating disorders, anything, it might be time to work on those things. And I have a solution for you. Therapy. Online therapy by BetterHelp. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. I took the brief questionnaire online where there were, I don't know, 20 questions. It didn't take long at all, maybe three minutes. And then I got matched with a therapist who could help me work on whatever. I picked trauma because... Even though it happened in 2001, I am somehow still not over the loss of my friend on 9-11. And it is what it is. BetterHelp is going to help, and I am so excited, especially because with my special code, instead of $80 a month, it is 10% off, $72 a month, which is so much less than traditional therapy, and you'll get a perfect therapist for you. There are 35,000 therapists to choose from, so you'll find the right one. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash moms don't have time today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash moms don't have time. Yeah, it was funny because a few, I guess last month I was on the Today Show and I was there on a day when Jenna Bush Hager was like sort of dressed, it was a, they were talking about Sex and the City and Jenna Bush Hager kind of dressed up as like, a, you know, had a Carrie dress on and stuff. And I was texting with my publicist about it afterwards and she, you know, said like, oh, Jenna looked great. And I was like, oh yeah, she was so self-conscious about wearing that. And my publicist said like, oh, it, it seemed, I, I can't think of like a celebrity being self-conscious about it, but she but she was really like, I never wear shoes like this, you know? <laughs> and so it was very interesting to kind of see that behind the scenes thing. Yeah. My gosh. I was like trying to get somewhere with my kids the other day, holding like a thousand bags and like, just like one of these mom moments where I was just like, so bedraggled. I think I was probably in my pajamas in like a hotel lobby or something terrible. And I'm like, do you think Reese Witherspoon does this? <laughs> right? I, I feel like, how do I get myself into these situations? Like, yeah. I, no, I can't imagine anybody, you know, do you think Jennifer Garner is doing this right now? I don't think that, but who knows? Maybe they are. <laughs> wow. Well, it was really nice getting to know this actress, Anna, and the inside of her and feeling, you know, her emotional life and feeling like I, like now I have a friend who's sort of gone through this. Um, so it must, it must have been really fun to write. It was really fun to write. It was a really fun book to write. Yeah. Wow. And it was really, I mean, because like, you know, because I was writing it like 
kind of in those first, you know, six months really of the pandemic, it was in many ways like my escape from the hardest stuff. And like that was, you know, that August in California, it was a really, there were a lot of fires that month. It was a really scary month for, you know, pandemic and like fires and like everything else. And so it was really like, I'm going to ignore everything else that's going on in the world and just like hide inside the story. And so that was, that was like, my my real joy <laughs> in the pandemic was writing this book. Well, it's so great to be able to transport yourself just like you transport the readers, right? It's like when we can't do anything or go anywhere or whatever, you just like open a book. I mean, yeah. that sounds <laughs> yeah. so overly simplistic, but it's like magic every time. It's really cool to do. It's so interesting to me to be interviewing people now and seeing all the different things that came out of that time. Yeah. And it's like a science experiment, Right. right. How did you get through? Like, I don't even have to like, okay, you know, and then there's another book about like, you know, that all that focuses entirely on the pandemic. Right. So people go in every different way. Yeah. Well, and it's also funny because my next book comes out in a few months called By the Book. It's a a Beauty and the Beast retelling. Yes. I just heard about that. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And it is funny because like, I also, I also wrote that during the pandemic and I didn't do it on purpose, but as I was like doing kind of my final read of the book a few weeks ago, I was like, oh yeah, wow. I was definitely going through the pandemic emotions as I wrote this book. Like you can, (laughs) (laughs) like it doesn't make any reference to the pandemic, but it is very much a book written during the pandemic, you know? And so those are things that you can sort of really identify. I mean, at least I can identify. I'm sure readers will be able to. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more about Buy the Book. It's for adults still though? It's not uh, Yeah, YA? it's for adults. They're, Disney is doing this series of sort of contemporary retellings of princess stories. And so the first one was the Cinderella that came out this past summer called If the Shoe Fits by Julie Murphy. Oh, yes. And so mine is a bell story. And so it is about a woman, Isabel, she works in publishing. She sort of has a kind of bottom of the rung job in publishing. And she has to go to Santa Barbara to kind of try to get this celebrity to finish his memoir. And so she ends up living in, in his, you know, enormous house with him to kind of push him to write the memoir for the next few months. And so it's all kind of their story and how that happens. Oh, I like it. Awesome. I have a book coming out in July called Bookends, a memoir of love, loss, and literature. Maybe we should do like like a virtual event or something about book-themed books or something. (laughs) (laughs) Something like that. So are you, have you already written another book then since then? You're like cranking them out. I am in the midst of it. (laughs) I'm in the midst of it. Yeah. And what's that one? I'm not ready to start talking about that one yet, but you'll know as soon as I, as soon as I can. (laughs) Okay. All right. I I never like to talk about a book until it's like turned in and done. (laughs) So, because you never know when things can change. (laughs) There are things that I told my editor about the book that I'm like, oh, actually that's not happening anymore. So (laughs) yeah. Have you thought about doing more continuations? You know, I'm like looking at Party of Two behind you and I'm like, oh, I wonder how they're doing. You know? Yeah, actually, the, well, the next one is going to be kind of a brand new beginning. So I hope people like it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'll leave it alone. Amazing. Well, what advice would you have for aspiring authors? I think my advice is really, I think I have two big, really big pieces of advice. One, read a lot. Like read, you know, especially in the genre that you want to write in, but like lots of other books too. I get so many 
ideas from reading other books, from reading books in your genre, you kind of think about the patterns and how people write and like what readers expect and, and what you like and don't like. I mean, there are books that I've read that I, that I read that I didn't like that really helped me think like, why didn't I like this book? I don't want to do it this way or that way, you know? And so that I think is as helpful as reading books you do like. And I think rereading books really helps. Like when I started writing, I wasn't like, there were certain things I was good at and certain things I wasn't. Like dialogue, I was kind of iffy at. And then I kept, I would reread books that I knew did it oh, did it well. And I kind of thought about how did they, why did, why did this, does this work? How can I make my writing work in the, you know, in, in the way that theirs works? And it's, it's not like copying because you're reading a lot of different people and kind of thinking about how it works and then translating that to your own work. But that I think is, was very helpful for me. And then just like write a lot, you know, keep practicing. I think we all, you know, when you see, when you see a book published, it is usually the, you know, for me, it's like the, I don't know, ninth or 10th draft. And so I think writing a first draft and thinking, oh, that's terrible. Sure, maybe it is. My first drafts are always terrible. Like keep working at it and keep going because there's so many things like I, you know, something won't work and I just kind of keep going and finally it does, but it really takes a while. And like, that's okay. Be patient with yourself, but keep going back to the work. Sounds great. Well, if you had to do like a, where is Ben today? What do you think he'd be doing? You know, I feel like right now in sort of in the midst of the pandemic, he'd be holed up in, in Anna's house with her. <laughs> I'm pretty <laughs> happy. Home while she's like out filming a movie. <laughs> yeah. Holding down the fort. <laughs> awesome. Well, Jasmine, thank you so much. This was really fun. And your book was really fun. Fun for me is a very positive word. <laughs> my husband whenever we're like shopping for something or I'm like that's fun he's like you can't call like a carpet fun he's like now I've realized that fun means good you know what I mean like I don't know so I thought the book was really fun <laughs> well thank you so much I really appreciate it right. I love it <laughs> have Bye. a great day Bye. thanks for listening to this episode of moms don't have time to read books don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Zibby Owens and at moms don't have time to read books. Also sign up for my newsletter at zibbyowens.com and sign up for my virtual book club and meet lots of authors on Zoom every other week. Thanks so much to Steve and Ryan at Texture Sound for the sound editing. And thank you to Morning Moon Productions for providing this fantastic intro and outro music. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. 
Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.